Has it been a while since you flipped that thermostat from heat to cool? Turn to the experts at Griffith Energy Services before you do for an $88 AC start and check to make sure your AC is in tip-top shape. Griffith specializes in carrier, but services all brands. Visit GriffithEnergyServices.com today. Your local carrier expert. That's GriffithEnergyServices.com. License number MDHVACR01-2278. Griffith Energy Services. Doggone dependable. Preach for the ear. Yeah, hi, and welcome to the Preaching Points podcast for this week. I'm your host, Brian Hedinga. And if you're a layperson who occasionally preaches, you may be interested in our Preacher's College, taking place from July 7 through 9 on the campus of Gordon-Conwell. This two-and-a-half-day seminar equips you with basic, important fundamentals for effective preaching. It's called Preacher's College, and takes place this summer, July 7 through 9, on the campus of Gordon-Conwell. And now for this week's Preaching Points podcast, where Dr. Scott Gibson and Jeff Arthurs discuss how to preach for the ear. Sometimes when we preach, we sound like a book. We sound like we're reading, sometimes we are reading our <laughs> sermons, and I'd like to suggest with my partner, Scott, that there are differences in oral and written communication. Yeah, and these differences, Jeff, would be what? what yeah, well, the, the sentences tend to be longer in written communication and more uh, subordinated and complex, you know, uh, subordinate clauses and compound sentences. We don't talk that way. Our sentences do tend to be somewhat jumbled, but uh, they're not as logically complex. Right, and when you think about a written piece of communication, we're writing for the I. And so when we're writing for the eye, the eye can go back if it didn't understand. It can review. It can take a, a break even. Yeah, and yeah. we have our visual markers like periods and all the punctuation marks and indentation, paragraph indentation, or underlining or italics, all those visual markers. And we don't have any of that in oral communication. And that's what preaching is. Preaching is oral communication. And so what would we say are the characteristics, the markers of oral communication. Shorter sentences, as we mentioned at the beginning, contractions, because it's more informal. It's more in, it is more informal. <laughs> you sound like Mr. Data from Star Trek. <laughs> uh, so contractions, uh, personal pronouns, I, we, y'all, mm -hmm. <laughs> let's, let us, let's do this together. It's direct, dialogic, and a bit more informal than written communication tends to be. So if I'm a preacher and I'm listening to this and I'm saying, okay, now I write out my sermons and sometimes I'm actually a manuscript type of preacher, what can I do to make myself sound more oral in the way I communicate? Yeah, my first advice would be to uh, get rid of the manuscript. <laughs> but if you are wedded to it and if you believe in it, and, and let me say there are some advantages to manuscript preaching, but the disadvantages, in my opinion, outweigh them. So I would recommend getting rid of the manuscript. But if you're wedded to it, then you've got to write for the ear, and that's difficult to do. So when you're writing your manuscript, I recommend literally listening. Say it out loud and then write it down and let your ear guide you. We have sentences like, uh, 
The first cause, comma, which is known only to the wise, comma, can be seen in verse 34, comma, which is, uh, follows verse 33, and it, nobody talks that way. <laughs> they say, look at verse 34. This is the first cause. Right. Or whatever. So listen to yourself as you're writing this manuscript. So when we're writing manuscripts, we write for the ear. Yes, literally listening. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we include shorter sentences, contractions, personal pronouns, personal pronouns. sense of dialogue. Yeah. Okay. And, and then as far as um, somebody who on the other side speaks very much uh, casually, yeah. how, how can an oral communicator in a sense, become more aware of what he or she or how he That's or she That's a very good speaks. question because public communication is not interpersonal. It has an interpersonal quality to it, but it's public. It's more organized. It's orderly. It's more efficient in the sense of uh, just a wandering conversation. So that person probably needs to write a manuscript. <laughs> <laughs> Don't preach from it, but the discipline of writing it down, clear transition markers, logical relationships, this illustrates this concept. And, and we get that more with an outline and then a fully developed manuscript. Yeah, and, and also the person would want to watch out for uh, idioms that are only familiar to certain segments mm -hmm. and uh, ex other kinds of expressions that could be problematic in clarity. Right, yeah. and so that's a matter of audience analysis mm -hmm. and adaptation. Some idioms work, some don't. Right, yeah. right. So what are we saying then, Jeff, in terms of this uh, task of uh, oral or written communication? We're saying there are differences, and preachers are oral communicators, and so we preach for the ear. And that was actors Scott Gibson and Jeff Arthurs. And thanks for listening to the Preaching Points podcast from the Center for Preaching at Gordon-Conwell Theological Seminary. Every week, we try to offer brief reflections on preaching that will point you toward preaching excellence. And once again, you can find all sorts of preaching resources at the Center for Preaching website. Go to gordonconwell.edu. I'm Brian Hedinger, and we'll see you next time on Preaching Points. <music>